Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mama Jack podcast. Today, we have Sharla. When I first talked to Sharla, she was having issues with sleep training her baby. So a couple weeks went by because of a busy schedule, and you know, it's hard to meet up with moms. I finally got to interview her, and she had already gotten through it with the help of a sleep training coach. Now, we all go through this as parents, right? The dreaded, I've been up for nine months, a billion times every night. You're a zombie. Your mental health starts to go. Sleep training is such an important key to your mental health and well-being. There are so many different methods out there. We talk about a couple that we did. Um, I don't think I talked about one of them that I did, which was when Kennedy was really small, he didn't want to, he would cry as soon as he hit the bed. So I literally would hold him to my chest until he hit the bed with my chest still on him. And then I would slowly back away with my hand on his chest and slowly go up and then you hover your hand over their chest and then you slowly back away. And that worked about 70% of the time, which is actually pretty good odds. But in this interview, we talk about the different ways that we sleep trained our kids. And there are so many good resources out there if you're going through this right now, because let me tell you, I feel you. It is a crazy thing to go through and it can be so hard and so just defeating but know that we all go through this and yes there are some babies that sleep through the night automatically and yay claps for them but let's be honest most of the time that does not happen so we need help and we have the tools right at our google access and you get to pick whatever feels right for your family, which is amazing, right? So without further delay, here's Sharla and I's interview. Hello, Sharla. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. So are you having trouble sleep training your kid? What is going on here? Let's hear it. So no, not now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been like a solid month, huh, since yes. we booked this. So it's it's been life-changing, honestly, like literally life-changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I he know. is sleep-trained. It took about two weeks for everything to get settled, but it even got better after that initial two-week period. Like, I don't know if you want me to go into all the details now, but it's it's just been amazing. Well, tell us what life was like nine months ago. Tell us how all of that started. Yeah. So my little guy is, well, he's going to be 11 months on a Tuesday, May 23rd. Um, so he was born, he was a small baby. And so I guess there's different opinions and things about that as well. Because people are like, oh, small babies, yeah, they wake up more often in the night and things like that. So he was born at 6'2". And I, I was wanting to breastfeed, so I breastfed. And early, like, it's my first child too, right? So I think that mm. has a lot to say. I, I was thinking about it. Would I do things differently with a second child? Yes, definitely. You know, live and learn. But he would wake up, like, a lot in the night. And I still remember, like, the first nights in the hospital as well. Like, he would wake every hour. 
and because at first when they're breastfeeding they can't get very much right it's just tiny yeah. amounts mm-hmm. and he was already small so I wanted to offer him and try to get him to latch and everything as often as possible so every time he made a little peep I would get pick him up and I would try to breastfeed him <laughs> yeah so like I don't know if, I think that that's what they recommended I don't know but anyway, like that continued on though, like right after nine, nine months old, he was still waking like almost every two hours all night long. And I was breastfeeding oh, back to sleep. Oh, yes. There were twice, I guess, in his nine month lifespan that he slept like a solid six or seven hours through the night. And they were on times where we were like, I was like traveling or outside or something all day long. So lots of fresh air, lots of stimulation. Mm -hmm. And so that this was only like two times in nine months that he slept a stretch of six or seven hours. So yes, every time I and again, I was feeding him to sleep, which is just so easy, right in the moment. So that's what I did. But then I would every time he woke in the night, I was feeding him back to sleep again. And it was all me. He would never take a bottle. Again, that's something else I would have done differently. <laughs> well, you, like you said, you live and you learn. My yes. first was way different than my second, too. Yeah, yeah. I would have, you know, again, a new mom wanting to do everything, quote unquote, right or buy the book or whatever. You know, you just want to do what's best for your child and be the first child. You know, I had certain, I guess, ideas or thoughts that I I wanted to to implement with him. So I listened to all the professionals, you know, they said, oh, well, don't give a bottle before he's three months old. Otherwise, there'll be nipple confusion and he won't want to latch on the breast and yada, yada, yada. You know, it's like, but that meant that he didn't want to take a bottle ever. Yeah. So I think, I think, I mean, every baby's different and who knows how it would have turned out had I given him a bottle when he was younger. But I like, if I would have, well, then. You know, I could have, you know, my, 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 my partner, he would have happily gotten up in the middle of the night with him, right? And given him a bottle, but he wouldn't take a bottle. So it was all on me. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would have definitely done that again. And I also feel like, you know, I kind of robbed him of that bonding time as well mm-hmm. because he could never feed him. It was always me. So he's like super attached to his mom and less to his dad but I mean he's getting older so I know that will change now too but like things could have been very different for those nine months but anyway now we're on the other side of it um he's sleeping 12 hours at night nice oh my god that first night (laughs) did you wake up in a panic I feel like every mom, when their baby first sleeps through the night, they're like, oh my God, are they alive? And then your shirt is soaked because you haven't like pumped or like breastfed. And you're just like, oh my God, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely did not sleep through the night for the first few weeks. No, I was waking up looking at the camera and Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, but uh, uh, I'm sleeping all night long now. (laughs) Nice. It's amazing. Amazing. And I also, I... I weaned him completely as well um, when he was 10 months old. And the reason why, I think I probably would have continued with the breastfeeding, you know, a little bit, but I was hosting a retreat. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I wanted my mom to watch him. So I had to completely wean him and everything. But I mean, the time we worked out perfectly because I mean, like it would, it went so smoothly with him. He was, you know, he slept all night long and he was fully on solids and milk and 
yeah it was so so good so it's yeah it's completely life-changing now it's like like complete 180 (laughs) right so what sleep training method did you use so I I know I was following this sleep consultant for a bit and like for several months before we actually bit the bullet and jumped in and I was thinking oh I think you know the only thing that held us back was the cost right Mm-hmm. So it was $500. And I think sleep training your baby or getting your baby to sleep is one of those things like, oh, well, I can do this on my own, right? I can figure this out on my own. Because I, I read a lot online, a lot. And I that was helpful and not helpful because, you know, I, I had learned a lot already, but different sleep consultants were recommending different things. So mm-hmm. when you're trying to follow a plan, like you can't be bouncing around from one person to the other. So anyway, we bit the bullet, we jumped in and um, our original plan was I did not want to let him cry himself to sleep on his own. I was like, I don't want him to feel like he's abandoned. So because she offered us three different strategies, she said you can do the kind of like the cry it out where you Mm -hmm. don't go in. What did she I can't remember what she called that. And then there was timed checks where it's a, like, the Ferber method, right? Isn't yeah, that that's quiet so. cry it out, I believe. Yeah. And then the second one was time checks. So they cry, you go in, you check on them, make sure everything's okay. They know you're there. They feel maybe safety or comfort. And then you leave again and then you you know, increase the time interval each time. Yeah. And then it was the chair method. And so the chair method takes the longest, the cry it out. Usually you get more results faster. But I said, no, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go with the in-between one. But what happened was the sleep consultant was away for on vacation for two weeks. So I was kind of like two weeks waiting before we actually could start the program, like the plan with her. And he was sick And when he gets sick, he just gets overtired. He can't sleep well. And so what happened was I couldn't get him to sleep. Like the usual way, this was before starting sleep plans. Like I think the day before, the night before. And he just would not go to sleep. Like I would try to feed him to sleep, which I always did. But he just would not go to sleep. So this had happened a few times now and then. And when he got that way, we just had to let him cry anyway and cry Mm -hmm. it out. And so that first night, we left him in his room to cry it out. And then we were starting the plan the next day. I was like, well, I kind of don't want to go back and forth and confuse him. So we ended up letting, doing the cry it out method. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just, (laughs) I hope that, you know, he's not scarred or traumatized for the rest of his life. (laughs) I mean... I don't think so. I, our parents did that to us. You know what I mean? Like it was nothing like my dad's like, why do you keep going in your kid's room? Because we did a method that was probably like the chair method. I don't know what that method was on for her, but basically, oh, we did two methods. So we did the one where you sit by the crib and you reassure them. And then every couple days you get farther from the crib and closer mm-hmm. to the door. And that after like a week, he was fine. And then he started again. So basically he was fine. And then the um, pandemic happened and he like 
kind of regressed. I don't know why, if it was his mm. age or what. So then we did the method where you come in, you, I think what, it's like three minutes and then five minutes, yeah. and then 10 minutes and then 20. He never hit the five minute mark. He always okay. fell asleep. So we did that with him, but turn around, he's three and a half years old and we're still most of the nights we're in there for him to go to bed. Like, it's not like he's crying or anything, but he just wants us in there. And I'm kind of selfishly holding on to that because he's mm. my big boy now. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, and I don't know if that's going to be horrible for him. I'd like to train him, you know, so we can read him a story, give him a kiss, good night and go. But it's kind of like a precious time for me. So I'm like back yeah. and forth. I'm like, I love watching him fall asleep and it doesn't take him long. Like he'll yeah. tell us like, I'm ready to go to bed and we'll go brush his teeth. He'll go to the bathroom. We'll read him a book. And then maybe he'll ask like three or four questions as he's laying in bed and he'll just doze off. And it's like, nice. personally, I don't want to lose that. My yeah. daughter, on the other hand, she did not sleep well until she was like almost a year old she was up a lot at night too like I wouldn't say every two hours we ended up finding out that she needed more nutrients like my milk I was a pumper mm -hmm. and I guess she needed more than what my milk was giving her so we started to have to do formula in the milk and when we started that she would sleep longer and she's like, you can't sit in there with her because she'll cry for like, mm. maybe like, I'd say one to five minutes and five minutes is like a stretch. And then she'll just pass out. We've tried sitting in there with her like we did with Kennedy, my first. Yeah. And she, she'll be up for an hour if we're in there. Like she wants to be out of the crib then. So for her, it is best just to let her like complain a little bit. And then she just knocks out every time yeah. naps and everything she doesn't care she's just like oh okay whatever good night and so it was way different with the two of them and I'm waiting to see when we transition her into a toddler bed if that's going to change because that's when it changed for my first we went from his crib to um we just didn't even do the toddler bed with him we went straight for our crib turned into a full and we just got him the full mattress and the side things. You know what I mean? The, yeah, I, yeah. the safety, whatever's. Yeah. And that freaked him out, I think, to have so much space. But now it's like, dang, if you try to, if he like gets up in the middle of the night and wants to come in bed with us, sleeping with a toddler is like torturous. They end up on your face, <laughs> on your head, side. I'm like, oh my God, dude, calm down. But yeah, so we did a little bit of both too. And I don't think anything's wrong, right? I mean, yeah. if your baby's in distress, that's one thing. If they're crying for three hours, then yeah, that's probably going to cause something. But if it's mm -hmm. like a couple minutes, like I'm sure you know your baby's like, cries right and yeah. they they all sound so different like there's a distress cry there's a mad cry there's an I just want this cry like there's <laughs> so many different cries that us mothers recognize and the fathers too and yeah and, you know with the whole husband thing like for me since I pumped he did a lot of the feedings too mm. um with my son he wasn't really around because he had um a night job for the first like four or five months then he was home for like a month and then he did it again for like three months okay. so he 
in return, like my son is very close to me and wants me to do everything a lot. My daughter, she does not care. She's like, oh, whatever. I don't care. As long as I'm getting fed, I don't give a crap who (laughs) gives it to me. Like, just feed me, you know? And she's a year and a half now. So she actually still has to be on formula because she had some weight issues. Um, She's she's tiny little thing because of a genetic condition. But, and that played a role in her not being able to sleep through the night as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there are so many different sleep training methods. And I feel like staying off of mommy blogs when you're sleep training is the best because (laughs) they can be so judgmental, right? And it's like, whatever works for your family, you know, like everybody's different. And I'm sure I know you're a mom when that baby was crying, you were probably feeling it. You probably wanted to cry too. Like I've been there, you know, where you're like, Oh my God, do I go get them? No, I can't. I can't. No, stop. Stop. You're literally forcing yourself to sit. You might've even been pacing. Like it's, it's stressful. It's stressful, but I'm so happy you're on the other side. My God. Yay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my, what a relief. And now there's times like, so we're like a month or more in I can't even remember exactly but there's times now that I go and I lay him down in his crib you know we do the routine and whatnot lay him in his crib then I leave the room he doesn't even cry not even a peep and then mm-hmm. he goes to sleep yeah. and he still does cry sometimes but I think it just depends on you know if he's undertired or overtired or whatnot but yeah that's amazing I didn't think we'd ever get there she said you know after a few weeks you might get there and I, I didn't believe her <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> but, but it's true yeah without a peep and it's just unbelievable. And I, I you know, the uh, the most important thing, as she said, you know, I'm sure we all know as parents, like staying consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the biggest thing. And I feel like sometimes I ask myself, like, well, do I really need to spend $500 on that? And it's like, I, it can, people ask me that too. I was like, well, yes and no. Could I have done it without her? Yes and no. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, I still had that support and, you know, asking the questions some you know I'd have like several questions they weren't major questions but small questions she'd always reassure me and tell me you know they just it's like a coach right it's just Mm -hmm. you always know what to do it's just having that backup support and someone you know to lean on if you're doubting yourself or whatnot so she just helped me help helped us stay consistent basically and ask all my questions and and everything to her and because I feel I really feel that if we didn't have her that we probably would have caved at some point it's like, oh, well, this is not normal. You know, like I can't let him cry any longer or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And she's a professional and has done this before again and again and again. Yeah. And you always want to hear from them that you're doing okay. You know, exactly. like you're doing what you're supposed to do. So let's go over your emotions before mm-hmm. the sleep training happened, because I could go into mine but let's share yours first. Like, what were you going through in your head? I was like, okay, I'm going to say I, I love to sleep. I love sleep. I was always a great sleeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even before having a baby, you know, knowing that that's going to change, it's like, okay, well, you know, you just, you do what you got to do, right? You deal with it. But sleep is like the base of everything Mm -hmm. in your life, your health, your sanity, everything. Like if you're not sleeping well, you can't do anything well. Like you, and I, I have um, a nutrition and dietetics background as well. It's like, if 
if you're not sleeping well, like don't even try to lose weight. Like, you know, some people might just because they're so tired and stressed and no time to eat. But generally speaking, you know, like if you're not sleeping well, your hormones are all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Your mood's out of whack. Like I would, I cried probably more than I ever have when I was on a lack of sleep, you know, just because it was so hard and you're tired and it was just all over the place. Uh, but, you know, and of course, you know, this, this little baby is so sweet and I love him so much, but at some point, you know, something had to give, I, I couldn't continue on, you know, without sleep. Yeah. It was so interrupted. And then, so I, I heard from um, another mom at a baby group she said, well, my daughter was the same. She's up every two hours all night long. Magically, when she turned one year old, she started sleeping through the night. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, well, do I hold on and I wait till that magical day? But then I had another friend whose little guy was like 14 months old and she was still getting up every two hours in the night with him. I was like, oh, my God, well, I can't continue for that long. You know, I yeah. basically we got to this point, this breaking point. It was like, OK, it has to change. I just can't continue like this anymore. And yeah, so just before that, like no sleep, it was it was very difficult and I don't live near my family and my parents so it was basically just us we didn't have a lot of support around um so whenever I did visit my parents or they visited you know that break you know just my mom getting up with him in the morning or you know just having time to go and nap you know that made a huge difference and so now that he's sleeping I'm feeling you know I'm back to normal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's life changing. I know for me, um, even the normal, like not sleeping with my son and everything, I had postpartum depression and anxiety on top of everything. So mm-hmm. it was like, whoo, it was a battle every day. Yeah. And it was like you said, like, you can't blame this little thing. Like, they don't know, you know, no. like, they're learning the world. Like, my God you know? So, but it's so hard not to lose your cool, not to, you know, totally, to totally self-destruct, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, with no sleep, I am like this eight hour sleeper. Before I had kids, I was eight to nine hours every night, Mm -hmm. every night. And now I'm like seven to eight when my kids sleep most of the time. And I'm cool with that. But it took me a little bit for that seven to work. Like still even some days when I get seven, I'm like a zombie at the end of the day. (laughs) But it's so important. And, you know, I would urge moms everywhere. Like if you're having trouble, get help, you know? Yes. Because it's not worth your, to be a good mom, you have to have your stuff in order as well not really order maybe that's not the right word but you have to have some sort of sanity and I mean it's a proven fact that without sleep you literally go insane like Mm -hmm. you literally lose your marbles Mm -hmm. so it's just yeah it's incredible to go through huh and that's like one thing that I think they don't talk so much about before you have your kid it's like there you hear oh you won't sleep or everybody says oh get your sleep now yeah but no one goes into depth and I like 
I always say with my podcast, if you haven't had kids yet or you're pregnant, listen with caution because it's going to be the truth. Like you're going to hear mothers talk about their truth and it's hard to hear and it sounds scary, but we all get through it, right? Yeah. So it's like, that is one of the things where like, yeah, like, no, it's not just, oh, you're tired. It's like, it's a journey. Like it is a journey 100%. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 100% a journey. So are you planning on having any more kids? No, not. Okay. Uh, No. Um, I'm kind of on, uh, on the fence about that, but I, (laughs) I may as well get off the fence because (laughs) my, my partner, he's older. So I'm 38 and he's Mm -hmm. quite a bit older than me. So, Mm -hmm. um, he already has a son as well, who's 16. So, I, I say, you know, if we were younger, including myself and him, we probably would. But no, I don't think we will have any more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm 37 and I'm at that point, too. I'm like, yeah. eh. like if we had an oopsie baby, it wouldn't be like like I wouldn't. I mean, I was horrible at pregnancy. So like that would mm-hmm. suck. But like I've learned my lessons I needed to learn. So I think I'd be a little better at it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, if if we had one, we would have if I got pregnant, we would the baby would be ours and we would love him, yes. him or her so much. But at the same time, my husband got a vasectomy. So okay. it would really have to be something uh, incredible for that to happen at this point. And so that's kind of our thing. We're like, well, you have a vasectomy. So if we get pregnant again, this baby is truly meant to be here, you know, like (laughs) truly meant to be here because we actually did something like one of us got sterilized. So if you made it through that, then you must be a little miracle baby, you know? So, yeah. And And like at times I think like, you know, I, I, you know, I've learned so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've learned all of this stuff for, for this little baby. And now I, I feel like, well, it's a waste. I'm not going to use it again. <laughs> yeah. so I'm on the fence. I'm like, oh, you know, at times I would like to have another one that times like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. I, I don't think I could handle another one. You know, it's, it, it, it probably depends on your moment and your mood and the days and things. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I just had to dive in. I was like, we want them to have a sibling. And that's that. So I just did it. And it was really freaking hard having to whenever the little one wasn't sleeping. And then we made a big move. So our older one went through a sleep regression and of course was never awake when the little one was awake to eat. He would wake up at like a different time. So we were waking up like oh my god I can't even tell you so many times a night and I'm shocked our marriage lasted through that because we Mm -hmm. I mean we both equally woke up but I had to wake up anyways because I was pumping you know Mm -hmm. so I even when my husband wasn't getting sleep I still wasn't getting sleep as well so it was like yeah I didn't have to wake up the extra times but it was it was hard it was really hard with my yeah and I mean I just think that, you know, what would your advice be for new parents? (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, breathe. (laughs) (laughs) 
my <laughs> my partner he used to get upset with me because I would be online reading all the time and you know they say they should do this I they say you should do that and maybe maybe I read too much but I mean I I wanted to get informed and learned and and learn something but maybe I think it's just get to know your baby yes inform yourself but don't listen to it all like it's you know black and white because it's never black and white with a baby and everyone has such different experiences every baby is so different so I guess just listen to yourself and do what you feels right and know that you're going to get advice from so many people oh yeah (laughs) you don't have to take it all don't take it um unless you want to take that advice and yeah, there's going to be judgments too. And it just, just be, be confident in what you're doing. I, I say that be confident. I know it's hard to be confident, but to say, I'm doing this for me. This is what feels good for me now. Maybe I'll change. Maybe I won't, you know, just, just take it all in stride and don't be, don't be too set in your ways probably too. Cause I said, you know, like every baby is so different. So get to know your baby the best you can and, be you have to be adaptable that's the other thing right like you go through a certain phase and period say okay so this is what we do now and then you feel like you have a routine or you know everything that's going on with your baby and then a couple weeks later it changes so you're constantly changing and and learning and evolving and it's yeah it's 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 challenging but it's um it's so special so amazing Yeah, it's funny you say that because my husband, when he works, he works like 15 hours or he goes out of town. So he'll leave and the kids will be a certain way and then he'll come back even in like three days. And I'm like, oh, no, that doesn't happen anymore. This happens. And they don't like this anymore. Instead, we do this. And he's like, what? It's been three days. How how have things changed so much? I'm like, they're kids. They're ever evolving. Like. They're crazy. You just got to go with the flow, dude. Like, and I feel like that's, that's the biggest thing, right? You got it. Like you can have your ideas on parenting, Mm -hmm. same with labor and delivery, right? Mm -hmm. You can have your plan, but be aware that it might not go that way and be open to it. Like accept Mm -hmm. it before it happens. And then if it goes that way, incredible amazing like mm-hmm. good for you but most likely there's going to be a lot of changes yeah and I mean that's great for you though too because you learn new things you talk to other moms like I feel like bonding with other moms is great and I'm not talking about like the mommy groups where we all get there and hi how are you oh I'm good I'm good I'm good no like the real moms like I had shit sleep last night. I'm running on 10 cups of coffee. Like, you know, for me right now, none of my clothes fit. Like my feet grew during my pregnancy. Now they're like smaller than they used to. I don't know how the hell that happened. And like, (laughs) you know, you want the real ones that are going to like be there with you, you know, because it, it does get very lonely when you start to look at all of the and this sounds bad but all the like happiness and joyful things and all of that stuff yes of course you have those moments all the time but when you're going through a tough moment 
it makes you feel pretty defeated when you see stuff like that yeah yeah so sharing that with other moms like I say yeah that's so important to have someone who can be real with is oh yeah I know what you're going through I've been there you know just to note because that's the thing we often feel we're the only ones going through something and just mm -hmm. knowing you're not alone is such a huge help yes and when a mother says oh my baby still isn't sleeping through the night never 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 say oh my god well my baby was a great sleeper from the beginning (laughs) like oh the rage the rage i've i've had that said to me before and i'm like good good for you must be nice what is it how does it feel to have an angel as a child like i haven't slept for like what seems like years holy crap (laughs) always just be like oh my goodness like be like you know be thoughtful of what you're saying to other moms like yeah dude that was always the most harsh thing (laughs) I I had a friend who um so we were really in touch. You know, we're the real moms. We message back and forth a lot. And uh, her little one is two and a half months younger than mine. So they had the similar situation. Their baby slept so good when he was younger, like right from the get-go. And so I would tell my partner about it. He said, oh, tell her to F off. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I was so happy for them, though, you know, like so happy that they were having that because I wasn't experiencing it and then you know like I was telling myself you know well I had a you know an amazing pregnancy the delivery was quite good too one little rocky moment but all in all like I really can't complain how everything went so it's like okay if this is the one hard hard thing we have to deal with you know so be it because I know you know other moms were like their baby slept really great for the night, but you know, one had trouble conceiving and one, you know, they had to stay in the, he was preemie. So I had to stay in the ICU for several weeks, you know? So I feel like, okay, you know, if this is the one hard thing I have to deal with, then, you know, it's not so bad. (laughs) And normally it's just at the beginning too. Like it flies, it flies. I look at my three and a half year old. He's almost four. I shouldn't say three and a half. He'll be four in two months. I can't believe it. Like Mm -hmm. I literally cannot believe it. Where did the time go? It's like the days are so long, but the years are so short. And it's just like incredible. It's incredible. And it's so beautiful and heartbreaking at the same time, Mm. right? I keep looking at him and I'm like, where's my baby? You're a big boy now. What the heck, dude? (laughs) And he can like have full conversations with me. And it's just insane. Insane. when they get to like the talking age it is hilarious and incredible like now he's my bff you know <laughs> and it's just it's so incredible it's so That's incredible did you did you have anything else you wanted to add today um well there's one thing about you know the sleep training so with the sleep training he's kind of on a schedule mm-hmm and I feel like every time, you know, I told someone, oh, yeah, he's sleeping so great. He sleeps, you know, from what it was, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then his uh, naps and la, la, la. And I often would get, like, a question and a bit of a look. Like, oh, he's on a schedule, is he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you experienced that or not. But I feel like there was a bit of judgment coming from people when I said, yeah, he's on a schedule. Mm-hmm. 
it's like oh well kind of like oh you're that kind of parent you're rigid and you're on a schedule you know like it seems like you're I don't know not a fun parent or something like that right you don't go with the flow but I you know I've talked to myself like screw that like yes we're on a schedule and it's amazing and I love it yeah (laughs) and when we do go off schedule which we do it's just it's not fun yeah you know sometimes you know like we were out yesterday actually I went visiting friends and came home and it was later than he was used to going down for his nap and he would not go to sleep so he cried for quite some time in his crib until I decided okay well this is not happening and so you know he didn't have a nap yesterday afternoon and and he slept great last night but you know it kind of wasn't fun just having him cry that hard in his crib which he never does Mm -hmm. so yes we're on a schedule most of the time so 80 percent of the time we're on a schedule and it's amazing and you know when you get those judgments from people just hey they're not in your shoes (laughs) yeah um just to each person there's their own you know like do what's best for you and your family and your baby and you know you best and just forget the rest yeah I totally agree with you yeah I totally agree my daughter's still on a schedule my son is all over the place but he decided to stop napping before he turned two oh, oh my god I had my da- daughter when he was like two and three months old and I thought like, oh, I've ha- I'll have times when they both nap together. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, of course you would do this. <laughs> so, yeah. So the schedule will change as time goes on, but it's whatever yeah. works for you. Like, don't judge. Not- I always say like, unless it's literal, like you're hurting your kid, you yeah. know, like actually hurting your kid or mentally like hurting your kid physical or mental just leave people alone and let Mm -hmm. them do them every family's you might I mean if you have another kid they might be the crazy one that never can stick to a schedule but sleeps fine but they're going to be asleep at six or seven or eight or six or seven or eight you know like you have no clue when they're going down but they sleep a solid 12 when they do Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever works for you, it, that's truly what matters in this whole situation. Totally. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. And I'm so well, excited that by the time we talked, you already had it down. You were yes. like, guess what? This problem is over. <laughs> and it's amazing. So yeah, if anyone's considering, you know, sleep training their baby, if you're at, if you're thinking about it, yeah, I'd say you're at that point. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Get your sleep. Get your sleep. It's freedom. Mm. It is freedom. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks, Jackie. So now that you heard about what Sharla and I went through, you can kind of get an idea of what might be best for you. Now, of course, we didn't talk about a lot of the other types of sleep training you can do. You can definitely hire a professional. In Charla's case, it really helped her to have somebody else there supporting her. And that is great. I mean, all the coaching out there, I've interviewed so many coaches. It's all great. If you have the money and the means to do it, why not? Help yourself. But the point of this whole thing and what I would love everybody to get out of it is, number one, we've all been there. 
We've all been where you're at. We've all been to the place where you're like, what did I do? I'm never going to sleep again. I used to sleep all the time. What is sleep like anymore? And it does get better. And you can train to make it better quicker. You just got to give some patience and some dedication to it. I hope you liked this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram, The Mama Jack, on TikTok, The Mama Jack, on Facebook. I'm a person on there and I have a group, The Mama Jack. I'd love to hear your feedback. Please rate and review. Please share with your friends. If you have any ideas, throw them at me. I love hearing it. I love hearing feedback from you. Thank you so much for listening.